Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday, January 31st. We're almost there, you guys. We're almost to February, which is, I said it yesterday, but I just can't get over how quickly January just is like, feels like it should, we're like right on the start of the second week of January, but it, we're, we're at the end. So here we are. Very exciting things for 2023, and I'm very excited. And every every day, almost, I'm just like, "What are you going to do today? What do what, you know? What new revelation? Uh, you know?" So it's just an exciting time, you guys. I know it's there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of. Oh, hey guys, we're almost we're 22 subs away from 25,000 people on YouTube. So if you're not subscribed, you guys, do us a solid and hit that subscribe button. Thank you so much. I just know that by maybe even by the end of the sh- end of the show, 22 people will have subscribed and will it'll knock us over to 25,000. We might celebrate here live. I have nothing to celebrate with around me besides I can take a drink of coffee or water if I run out of that, but you know, whatever. Exciting. If you're listening to this on Spotify, give us a follow. That'll really help us out. God is doing a lot through the podcast arena with this show. Uh, we're up, I've been saying it a couple of times, we're up 58.2% in listening. That's wild, you guys. Uh, so I just can't get over it. I I, can't, I had to look at the email report that Mariah sent out. I had to look at it like three times because like, did I read that right? So uh, amazing. So thank you to everybody who has followed us already, who is listening via the podcast. Um, God bless you guys. You guys are awesome. Also, you guys are awesome because anytime that you donate to ElijahFire.com slash donate, we take a portion of the, each donation and we send it over to our water well efforts. And we have, we're digging a new well every three days uh, and completely transforming these communities. And that is because of you guys and you guys are awesome. And it's because of your guys' donations to this ministry that we're even able to do that stuff. So I'm going to play a quick well video, uh, which is very exciting. So we'll be back. So there you go. Anytime you donate to ElijahFire.com slash donates, a portion of your donation, even if it's five bucks, is going to go towards those efforts, which is so amazing, you guys. And there's a lot of really exciting things planned for 2023. First out of the gate is for the next couple of months, we are going to be focusing on helping organizations based here in the U.S. who are involved in assisting in recovery and restoration of human trafficking victims. And so the way that you can get in on this, if you're like, what a grant, what? Yes, if you go to ElijahStreamsGrants.com, that's ElijahStreamsGrants.com, you will... Uh, have an opportunity to register and and submit a, a, I guess, an application. And there's two different options once you go to Elijah Streams Grants. Uh, you can either be representing a ministry, it could be your own ministry. Um, and again, those have to be US-based ministries, um, or you can recommend one to us. So there's two options there. So ElijahStreamsGrants.com is how you can get in on that. And we look forward to seeing your submissions. All right. Today, my guest, I'm always excited when this guy's on. I just think he's great. I'm always so pumped up after his episodes. I'm pumped up before and then even more pumped up after. 
Uh, he's a prophetic voice. He's also the founder of Vanquish Prophetic Warriors and Unapologetic Dreamers. Give it up for my guest today, Andrew Whalen. What's up? Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, welcome back to the show. First show of 2023 with Andrew Come on. Whalen. Hey, yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah, very exciting. Very exciting. You got a lot of great, great words about this season that we're entering entering into. I've been, you know, I follow you on social media and I see a lot of them. And then just looking through the notes today. Uh, but what are we going to be talking about today, Andrew? Well, you know, it's just a, a, I think it's a series of words the Lord's been kind of building and adding, uh, you know, one upon another. But really the theme, it came from a word he gave me that uh, we were we're coming as a body of Christ, which applies on on many levels. But I believe we are coming uh, one step. Uh, we're only one step away. I really feel like that's I heard the Holy Spirit say we're one step away. And there was a number of things he he began to talk to me about. And for a long time, I've been saying I've been hearing the Lord say and I've been prophesying we're in a crossover era. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's interesting how you start to hear something and then everybody else who has a prophetic bone in their body is hearing the same thing, you know, yeah. and, and they begin to prophesy it. And so I think I think really um, a lot of people are understanding we're in a whole new era of time. We're in a crossover era. We're entering into something into a place we haven't been before. You know, it, it's yeah. as it was in the in the days when Israel crossed over. I was just going to ask, is that what you mean by by crossover? It's sort of like a, a loose reference to them crossing over the Jordan into the promised land and all that. A hundred percent. You know, and they, you know, in the scripture, uh, Joshua is told by the Lord, hey, you know, let the the Ark of the Covenant go first. And, you know, and then it says follow from behind. It says, why? Because you haven't been this way before. Mm -hmm. And really, God was saying the only way you're going to make it in this new crossover era and in this new l promised land is to understand that I am a covenant keeping God because you can't face giants. You can't take this territory apart from understanding. I am covenanted to you. Mm -hmm. Good luck trying on your own. Good luck navigating. Good luck leaning on your own understanding. All of that is going to fail you and fall short. The only security you have is let, uh, let your thinking, let your vision, let your faith be covenantal. Understand, I am bound to you. And even today, the Lord's saying, I'm bound to you. I'm committed to you. There's no further uh, sign he's going to give us except the sign of the blood of Jesus Christ. He said, this is how committed and covenanted to you I am. And it's in the blood of my son. And so this is part of what God's doing. He's, he's bringing us back to the revelation and the power of covenant. And he and this is the beautiful thing, because when when. You know, that's what the scripture says, it says this, these kinds of things might be impossible with man, but with God, all things are possible. Nothing is impossible for them that believe. And this is the beauty about the season of time we're entering in is we are at a place, uh, I believe, nationally. And you know what? Beyond our borders in America, internationally. We are at a desperate, desperate place. Yeah. And honestly, I think so many people on so many levels are at that place where we're like, we need breakthrough. We need, you know, and, and it can't be something that can be conjured up. I've tried everything. You know, we've, we've like 
exhausted every option that we can do in and of ourselves. And God's saying, now watch what I am about to do. Watch me as your covenantal God, the one who has gone before you, prepared the way, who has covenanted himself to you. Watch as I begin to perform the miraculous and the wonders. And and it's going to surprise us. It's going to take our breath away. Yeah. And anyway, so that's a little bit of the beginnings of what I wanted to share. Yeah. Do you feel like, because you mentioned after we've exhausted every possible option, watch what I'm going to do. I my, my knee-jerk reaction to that or my knee-jerk thought is always, oh, when we're trying to do it in our own ability. But there have been times, and I just wanted to maybe hear your thoughts on this because I think this might apply to some people. There have been times where I've exhausted every option and I felt God's presence the whole way. I was just doing everything that I knew to do. Um, and now, okay, well, we'll use the example of Elijah fire. I was telling you, I've told people on the show that we're shadow banned on YouTube and we've done everything that we know to do. And there was never any lack of trust in God in the midst of all of that. I'm going, okay, well, that way's closed. Let's go this way. Okay. That way's closed. Okay. This, let's go this way. And sometimes I feel like God walks people through that process to go, okay, now watch this, you know, and it's not, I don't feel like it's always a point of disobedience, but I want to hear your thoughts on it. No, man, hundred percent. That's absolutely right. You know, and, and that's exactly what I feel the Lord said. In fact, I'm going to, I wrote down this word and I'm just going to read some of it to you so I can accurately state it. Uh Um, so, um, what I heard was that many people are about to start to hear and see the next step. Hmm. And it's about to be heard and sensed everywhere in the spirit. And so um, I heard the Lord say, get ready to start receiving the missing puzzle pieces Hmm. that not only clarify the direction you're going, but answer some of the why of where you have been. Hmm. So let me stop right there. I'll just say, Wow. You know, a lot of people have been in a place where exactly what you said, man, they knew God told them, this is where you're at. This is the step I need you to take. This is the the direction you're in. And they felt the peace on it. They felt mm-hmm. the um, the direction of the Lord on it, but they still were feeling like um, stuck in some ways, or they, they went through some things and they were like, wow, I didn't expect to go through that as I obeyed the Lord, but I know I wasn't disobedient. And that's exactly what I feel God is saying. He's like, this has nothing to do with you being stuck because of disobedience. You have just been stationed at the last step. So let me just tell you. So um, here's what I heard is um, we are entering times of full circle repositioning. Okay. And I hear the Lord say the low places are being raised up and where your vision forward has been blocked. By the valley that you have been stationed in, God is now bringing a new level, a new step to new heights that bring a restoration of perspective and vision. Mm -hmm. And the Lord says it will be a redemption of time and times, and it's going to be a heart healing for your journey. And so many, I believe many, many, many people are about to enter the place of a peaceful understanding. It's the place where you see that God has not left you and never left you, 
He's always been with you. But it's in this next step that God is going to restore. This is what I heard him say. In this next step, God is going to restore the fortunes of Zion. We will be like those who dreamed. Mm -hmm. This next step that God is now bringing, uh, beginning to shine light upon, will be the powerful realization that his footsteps have become our pathway. So that's what I heard, bro. Wow. I know that's a lot, but I don't know if you have any initial thoughts on it. Well, yeah. So like, I want to really hit on the full circle thing. Uh, I want you to expound on that more because um, I'm really curious about that. Because um, honestly, what I thought of when you were talking about it is, uh, so in um, Illumination Backstage is more of a writer than I am, but I do know storytelling structure and a character arc. And what you do is you start a character in one place and you have them go through all these things and you have them intersect with where they were when they started. It's especially if they're in a mode of wrong thinking and then what they do in that place, either they go into that cyclical cycle of repeating or they deviate from that path based off of everything they went through on their way back to that starting point. Um, and so I, I just got that image because there's a, been a lot of like revisiting old things for me um, yeah. that um, and God was very clear with me this year. And I do believe this is for the body of Christ as well, is that, hey, I am I haven't forgotten those old those those promises I made to you 20 years ago or 10 yeah. years ago. I haven't. And I watched me fulfill them this year or yeah. begin that process of fulfillment. Um, and so that's what I was thinking of as you were telling it. So I'd love to hear you expound yeah. on it. No, that bro, that was excellent. How you just, I love the storytelling component. That's amazing. Yeah, I've not heard that before, but that's exactly, oh, yeah. that's exactly right. I mean, awesome. I feel like God's intersecting us back from maybe some beginning points where uh, even where we felt maybe initially called or, or maybe there was an initial season of great promise uh, of great you know, um, vision and, yep. and even some initial breakthroughs and some great hopes. And along the way, it's not that God left us, but he's had us walking a pathway, even by design. Um, it's, it's been by design and, mm -hmm. and he, you know, I believe that this is, if we look at the ways of God, I, I believe this is how he receives some of the greatest glory is he walks us in through this pathway and where we do come full circle, not to start and repeat the process, but exactly what you said, we can come back to that place. And now, um, based on how we recognize that God brought us through this for a purpose, we either, boom, we accelerate forward and, and redeem time. You know, it's almost like God has this supernatural way of taking the journey you know, from the place you start all the way back full circle, he has this, you know, amazing supernatural way of bringing the journey and the ups and the downs and the valleys and the pains and the disappointments and the hope deferred and all of that. And, and just summing it up and breaking the power mm -hmm. of that delay or that, mm -hmm. wow, that sense of wandering and that sense of I'm stuck. And he has the ability to just Boom, in a moment, he catapults you and he suddenly makes sense of everything you walk through, but you don't totally recognize it until you've actually completed the full circle. <laughs> it's like, 
It's like you don't have the understanding. You don't have the why. And that's where I believe God is saying, we're coming to this time where I'm going to uh, supply the why to mm. so many. So yeah. many are going to begin to understand. And in it, God's going to get so much glory. They're going to be, what it's going to do is it's, it's going to even fasten hearts uh, more intensely to the heart of God because they're going to see, oh, he can be so trusted. He can be, he's one to follow through thick and thin because look what he has done. Look how much he's brought me through. And still he has made it better than I ever thought. He's done wow. more than I could ever think, ask, or even imagine. And yeah, would we ask to go through some of those uh, pits and valleys, you know, along the way? Probably not. But but I think also we will come full circle to a place and say, I would I would never be able to go forward in the degree of the grace and anointing and blessing that I am now without those seasons of time. Wow. And so um, that's where I believe partly we're coming into. And then, um, you know, let me share. Can I share another word here? Please. Yeah. It goes along with that. But the Lord reminded me of this was um, several months ago. He gave me this prophetic word. He said, um, um, well, so what happened was I woke up from a dream and in the dream several months ago in the dream, I was watching a family reunion and it was not my family. It was another family that I was observing. And I don't honestly, I don't know who they were. Hmm. I realized that I was watching a family reunited after 15 years. And in the dream, I began to weep. I was weeping watching this because I thought of how much had happened in a span, a time span of 15 years. There was so many years that had, um, had been lost to share life, to share joy, hopes, dreams, etc. Um, but um, but I had tears of joy to realize the family was now coming together to recover lost time. I woke up from that dream to a text. Now, this is interesting. It's, it's funny how God will do this sometimes with me. He'll give me a dream, and then the first thing that happens after that dream is I get woken up by a text that's so it's such a divine thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> I woke up from a text from a friend who sent me a picture of a man that she had randomly met. And the picture of this man was a spiritual father in my life I had met 15 years ago. Wow. <laughs> and I, isn't that crazy? That's I wild. had not seen, yeah, I hadn't seen or heard from him in several years. And so anyway, the joy in my heart, I'm, I'm just reading what I wrote. I, I just remember that um, uh, the joy in my heart was like exploding when I saw the picture that my friend sent. And, uh, and as I looked at this picture, I suddenly heard the Lord say, this is what I heard the Lord say, I am bringing a 15-year circle of completion. I will restore. This is interesting. I will restore. Well, wow, I can't say some of this because some of it's very political. I don't want to give you more strikes. <laughs> well, let me just say this. He said this. I, he said, I will restore the damage that began even in 2008. Wow. Okay. And he said things that no, most of America has no idea about. I am about to restore and I am restoring the fortunes of Zion. Wow. 
And he says, I'm bringing a complete reunion of my family in the power of my spirit. Come on. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. He says, my people will redeem the time of 15 years and they will accelerate 30. Come on, dude. And they shall enjoy the fulfillment of promises that have been delayed these 15 years. And the last thing I heard that morning was the spirit of Elijah is being restored back to my people and it shall accomplish this. Wow. Dude, dude, (laughs) come on. (laughs) Dude, it's crazy. I'm even like, I, I felt, um, it's interesting you say the spirit of Elijah because I'm reading through first and second Kings, specifically Elijah and Elisha. I just felt like, I was supposed to take some time to to read that starting in January. Um, so my God's really been speaking to me a lot about that as well. So, wow, um, man, dude, that's huge. It is, man. You know, let me uh, capture this as well. Fifteen throughout the scriptures is often um, prophetically a number that indicates overcoming death. It's basically the final. Uh, like a final rest. It's Mm -hmm. really what it is. It's like entering the promised land, entering the rest of the Lord. And so, you know, it's interesting, but you know, Israel, they entered the land of their rest, but yet they still had new giants to face. But the fact is they were now entering the, the season of time when they crossed over, they were entering into the season of time where all of their their promises, the promised land was accessible now. Before that, it was like we've been stationed in a place and it feels like we've got so much promises, so much hope. We, we can see it from a distance and yet where's it at? Where's it at? And then God says, boom, the times are shifting and it's crossing over and the covenant has to go first because you'll always know that this was not done by the hand of flesh. This was done by my sovereign hand and I am bringing you into this place in this land and it is this, and it's the entrance of the fulfillment of promises long awaited. Wow. And so, you know, I believe that that is going to begin to happen worldwide, especially for the body of Christ. I think we're entering a time. Will it be without battle? Will it be without trial? With without tribulation? No. We we know Jesus promised this life has that. However. You know, I think we can take great faith right now to understand the times and the seasons that this is like God is he is saying this. He's and I I believe this with all my heart. And and many people are going to be encouraged when they hear this. You're going to start to hear and see the next step. It's like his word shall be a lamp unto your feet, a light unto your path. Watch now. You're going to look down at your feet and you're going to say, oh my goodness, I didn't realize it. My feet have actually been, my footsteps have actually been in the same footsteps of the Lord. And now I see it. And he's going to start to shine light on the pathway and say, look, look, I didn't leave you to wander back there and suffer in this place. Look at the destiny. Look at the uh, the the pathway ahead, it's still in the place of promise. I am going with you. I'm about to break through some things you never, ever thought possible or you actually had lost sight of. Or, you know, that's the other thing. So many people lose sight of promises and dreams because 
of the time uh, that and so much disillusionment can come within that journey. And I want to encourage you, God is fighting for your promises more than you are at times. He is saying, no, I am watching over this word. I'm watching over this thing to perform it. And see, I believe we're coming into the full circle season of time. We're about to see some great performance, great performance. Too much, too much word without manifestation is, you know, I just think that the heavens have been seeded with prophecy. I love, we've had so much prayer, intercession, decreeing, prophecy, you know, dreams and words. And now I believe we're about to see a cloudburst deluge. We're about Mm. to see some of these things go, bam, now is the time. Lightnings and thunderings out of the throne room of heaven. And it's going to establish some things like we never, I think we're about to see an acceleration of of like 30 years, you know, in the spirit. We're going to be like, oh, I never thought we could be here, but we're here. It's happening. Yeah. So So this is, I mean, this is very much a word, not just for, yeah, a reversal of 15 years, even within the the nation, you know, the U.S., but globally and even within the body of Christ, this applies as well. This is a word for the entire body of Christ. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really encouraging. Yeah, I I really feel that, you know, um, times and seasons, sometimes it's like when you're entering a a certain time or a certain season, there's just grace for everyone everywhere. And according to what God is doing, according to what his word is for that time. And so I just think that the Lord is saying, come on, get your get your heart up, get your hope up, get your faith up. Um, I have not, you know, that's that's the encouraging thing is we have to know there's a next step. There's a next level. The steps of the righteous, they're ordained, they're ordered by the Lord. And that's what I heard in my heart the other day. The Lord says many, many, many people have been stationed. And in fact, by design, I've stationed my church in this last long step. And now within that step, there can be lots of movements, transitions, changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God says, no, that still was a step. That was still my ordained step. And now you're going to start to see and recognize, wow, a full circle puzzle piece, puzzle making a a beautiful artwork display picture. And, um, you know, and that that's too, I feel for many people who've suffered loss, whether it was, you know, financial or relational, um, I really believe that God is going to start to um, sew your heart up with faith and healing because you're going to have a perspective that you have not had before. Mm-hmm. Watch. Wow. Yeah. And I think that whole idea of um, just honestly, man, like talking to so many different people, this whole idea of entering into the promised land or, or uh, longstanding promises from the Lord being fulfilled. There is, you know, when they were in the desert, in the wilderness, God would bring manna and all of that stuff, right? Yeah. But so there was this supernatural provision, and it's not that that changed, but God was almost in this nurturing stage phase with them of, of taking care of their needs, supplying their needs. Obviously, there was a lot of instruction during that time, but once they crossed over into the promised land, it was okay, now it's time for war. Now it's time, I will still be with you. But yep. now it's time to 
to get after it. And I'm just talking to a lot of different people, man. I'm sure you've seen this too. A lot of people are ready. Like uh, even if they don't feel ready, there's something inside of them that's rising up to like, I must act. Like I must act with the full faith, knowing that God is with me and that he's actually gone before me, but I, I have to do something. And there's a lot of people that are in that place right now. 100% man. I, I really believe that. Um, I'll say it, this happened to me. Um, oh, time escapes me sometimes, but I think it was uh, late summer and um, I was working out in the gym and all of a sudden, you know, I was, I remember being, you know, doing a bench press and, you know, I'm not thinking anything spiritual at the moment. I'm just thinking, give me another rep, you know, yeah. <laughs> harder. And all of a sudden I hear the Holy Spirit say, Andrew, if you want to see a generation uh, come into awakening, preach and and speak on the rise and fall of civilization. Hmm. And I go, what a bizarre, <laughs> what a bizarre <laughs> statement to hear. Yeah. I, I don't even understand that. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, huh. So I just pondered it. And right after my workout, I go to one of my favorite coffee shops in the area and I, I'm going in line and I'm as I'm waiting for my coffee, I look over to the table right next to um, the front there. And there's a guy sitting there with a stack of books. And I look on the top of the stack of his books. He has a book that says rise and fall of civilizations. Come on. Wow. And I go, I'm like, what, what is God? Are you, you know, you, you chasing me down here. So I, I go over to the guy. I said, Hey man, why do you have that book? And he looks at me and, and he says, well, bro, he said, honestly, I'm just doing my own research because I feel like there might be a connection between, you know, the moral and spiritual life of a nation and its rise or its fall. And I'm thinking, you know, and so I got to talking to him. The guy's not even a Christian. What? And I'm, like, I... <laughs> I'm thinking, you know what? The rocks are going to cry out. I, I think right? God's saying, yeah. listen, we're at that point. You know what God was telling me? He was saying, I I am going to start to put an urgency on the people of God, the people of not just America, but yes, in America. I I really believe that the Lord is saying, you know, even across the nations of the earth, I'm going to start to put an urgency in my people because they can recognize really the times we're in. We're in some late hours and moments of certain uh, nations and civilization. and, And I think God is trying to say, hey, apart from a great awakening, apart from a great revival and awakening and and seeing some real true reformation come we're we're standing at the precipice of a great fall or i believe a great rise in in much of civilizations and so you know that's not to be overly like uh, you know yeah no i got uh, you uh, but i feel like god was saying that he's like come on and so i have been seeing the same thing bro so many people are like you know let's do this what if we don't do it our children they're gone. You know, the next generations are going to be swept away if we don't rise up and do yeah. our part. So I'm seeing a willingness, like a greater fire coming into people who are saying, if I perish, I perish, but I have to go and lay my life down or my yeah. children and my children's children are going to be swept away in the seductions and witchcrafts of Jezebel. And this is what I think God is doing. He's saying, I'm coming with another baptism of an Elijah spirit. 
Yeah. It's going to start to turn the hearts of the fathers back to the children. And there's going to be a rising up, a new war cry coming out of my people who are not fighting according to the flesh, but they're going to go after the things of my spirit like never before. And they're going to contend for a breakthrough. And I believe we're going to get the breakthrough. I believe we're going to get the breakthroughs that save a generation and really turn the tide, turn the, turn the whole thing around. Oh, which by the way, leads me into something that just happened Sunday. Can I share that? Yeah. Oh, dude, please. Bro, Sunday, uh, I'm preaching up in a church called Wisconsin. I'm struggling to get a word for them. I'm like, God, I can't hear nothing. You know, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> deaf and dumb. It's 1230 in the, you know, midnight. I'm like, God, I got to go preach in the morning. I don't have anything. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, go to sleep, son. And I, I said, okay, I'll go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, in the dream, the Holy Spirit takes me into a, a classroom. And all, all I see is a hand right on the board, a word on the, the board. And it said, uh, turn around, turn okay. around. And here's what I felt. I woke up from the dream and the Lord, the first thing that happened as I, I just happened to type in, you know, uh, turn around in my Bible app thing. And the first scripture that just happened to pop up uh, was John chapter one. So I wrote it down here, but let me, uh, well, before I read that, um, what I sensed in my heart, God was saying is, Andrew, this is, this is what is on my agenda. This is on heaven. I want to turn things around. I'm about mm -hmm. to turn around. And you know, I also believe in God saying we're coming full circle. We're turning around full circle. We are, this is where we're at right now. There's a, there's a turn around and it's coming back to a full circle moment in time. It's going to be a redemptive moment. Watch. Um, but so listen to this. This is the scripture he gave me. The first thing that popped up, it was like the Holy Spirit breathed it. It's John chapter one, verse 35. Uh, it says the next day, this is John the Baptist. Um, actually, is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the next day, John was was there again with two speaking of John the Baptist was there again with two of his disciples when he saw Jesus walking by he said behold the lamb of god and when the two disciples heard him say this they followed Jesus Jesus turned Jesus turned and i think another translation Jesus turned around Jesus turned around and saw them following what do you want he asked they said to him rabbi which means teacher where are you staying? Come and see, he replied. So I, I felt, here's what I heard the Lord say. He says, he says, this is where, where we're at right now. I've seen my people following. I've seen my people calling on me. I've seen the prayers. I have seen the trial. I've heard the cries. I've seen my people. And you know what? I'm turning around now to them. I am I am about to turn my face to them and say, what do you want? Not in a mean way, right? Not, right. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you want? What yeah. do you want? Yeah. And um, and so I really feel like this is where we're at. And uh I, I feel God is He's like, I'll tell you this. In in um I think it was 2017, I had a dream. And in the dream, I found myself driving. Um, yeah, no, I found myself prophesying. And this is often how the Lord will speak to me in a dream is I'll begin to prophesy something I've never heard before. 
And so I began to prophesy and I said, uh, in the year, the summer of 2016, prayer reached a, a level where it shifted our nation out of the place it's been into the timeline of blessing. Interesting. I never heard that phrase before. And no. I thought, you know, well, this is interesting. Well, I wake up from that dream. And by the way, there was more to that dream. There was a very, a very high level behind the scenes prophetic word of knowledge about China okay. that I could not have known. Impossibly, I had there was nothing on the news about it. There was it was a, a real true hidden word of knowledge that was confirmed. I just can't say it on here, but it was confirmed. And the Lord was trying to tell me, Andrew, I confirmed, I gave you that part to let you know that the first part was right. Here is the timeline we are in. This is what I'm doing. I am bringing you through the timeline of blessing. In other words, he's saying, I have seen, like John chapter 135, I've seen you follow me and I'm turning around to you now. And I'm about to ask you, what do you want of me? What do you want? What do you want from me? And I believe this is exactly where he's got us stationed right now. We're about to enter the next step. He's saying, we're coming into the step where the Lord turns to us and says, what do you wow. want? Wow. And, um, and I believe that we're positioned. We don't even, we can't recognize it when we discern it in the natural, especially with everything we've gone through. 2016, I, I believe the Lord was saying, you can't, you may not see it. You may not understand it, but in 2016, something was shifted. And we have been put in a place and a timeline of blessing and watch, you know, we've had to go through some tough stuff, but this is not unto destruction, defeat or death. It's unto the blessing of the Lord. And I believe we are about to see some of the greatest entrance of his glory and blessing mm -hmm. in the days ahead. And, wow. um, you know, so anyway, um, I guess that's, all, you know, the other thing is, he said, what do you want? They said, where do you live? That, you know, I'm thinking of all the things you're going to ask Jesus when he says, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want from me? Where do you live? And, you know, I got, the Lord spoke to me and said, this is what I'm going to start to do. I'm going to start to show people where I dwell, because where I dwell is actually where my people have always been meant to dwell. I'm mm -hmm. going to show them that where the, the place where I walk, you know, the scripture says that he was in the earth and yet he was in heaven. I believe in the same way he's he's saying, I'm going to teach my body how to walk in the earth and live in heaven. They're going to walk in a dimension of the glory of God they've not ever walked in before. It's going to grow and increase more and more. Where they go, sickness is going to flee. Where they go, poverty, the curse of poverty will be stricken and broken. Where they go, breakthroughs will follow. Signs, wonders, miracles, and the name of Jesus will be glorified. But I believe we're going to start to see where he dwells more and more. I think he's coming mm -hmm. to say, let me show you what it's like when heaven is on earth. The kingdom wow. comes. We're going to wow. see deliverance like we've never seen it before. I've been in meetings lately and deliverance is off the charts. I'm like, really? I've never seen this in my entire life. And, <laughs> and people are getting delivered. I'm mm -hmm. like, and it's, you know, this is what I just think is that heaven is is coming to earth. And this is God saying, I'm turning around to you. Hmm. This is what I'm about to do. I've got an appointment set. There's a visitation outpouring breakthrough, like nothing we've ever seen or known. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. 
That's um, exciting, man. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. I, I keep getting the image of, um, you know, because it's undeniable that like the camps of light and dark are getting more and more pronounced. Um, right. And man, I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to go back to that, like lukewarm, you know, like I, I prefer it to be this way where it's, it's becoming very cut and dry in terms yeah. of, you know, so when you get people that encounter God who've been in darkness, it's just like, it's like uh water in a parched land, right? If you've ever been crazy thirsty and all of a sudden you get water and you're just like, you can't have enough of it. Um, and, and I really feel like, you know, as we continue that whole image of God turning his face to us and asking, what do you want? Um, is if you've ever been in a crowd of people or you're out and about and all of a sudden you start seeing more and more people's looking in one direction or more and more people congregating around somewhere, you go, what's going on over there? You know, and I feel like especially as light and dark get more pronounced and the things of God and the kingdom of darkness that get more and more pronounced um pe more people are going if you're in a dark place you know you light a match in that dark place it's going to light up a lot right and and so more people are going to start looking at me like what is that and um and so yeah i just got that image that um yeah obviously there's we need to be laborers out in the field but i do believe that as we are active and about the lord's business that and just out in the world uh in displaying that, that more people who are in darkness are going to see it. And obviously there might be some manifestations and all that stuff, but I do know, man, like when people get that encounter, dude, it's just, that's what my wife and I were talking about the other day. It was just like, I, I, I'm, I'm not against apologetics. I just think that if you can, um, if people get an encounter, it completely bypasses a lot of like any, any logical barriers they place in their mind, you know, and God has yeah. that way of doing that of just boom. Um, and it just, yeah, bypasses all those layers we put up in our brain of like how there's no way this could happen because of this. There's no way God could perform a miracle like that because of X, Y, and Z. So yeah, it's kind of a long winded comment. No, but it's exciting. Well, well, you make a really good point, Jeff, because, um, that's exactly that's exactly the answer for what this world needs and what this generation needs they they don't need any more opinion or talk or <laughs> right you know what i'm saying or whatever in a you know i'm not saying there's not a place for you know uh, you know intellectual discussion and debate and those kinds of things sure. but it has its place i mean really right. You're not going to bring a, a generation out of the the kinds, the depths of mind control and witchcraft and complete spiritual. I mean, I'm talking spiritual darkness. You can't you can't talk somebody out of that. There has to be a full blown encounter. This is why Paul said, "Hey, I can't come to you. I don't come to you with you know words of of human wisdom and persuasion or eloquence. I can't do that. It's all it's got to be the power of God, yeah. and that's where I think." There's a growing desperation. I believe that we don't just simply, I don't think we just simply all always access the power of God. There's something that has to be birthed 
And that's, mm -hmm. you know, it's in the Holy Spirit, but I believe a, a, an awareness and a desperation has to come forth of just how much we need him. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. and, you know, to add to your point too, and this is kind of an interesting little testimony, but years ago, and I won't go into the whole, there's kind of a cool long story with it, but I, I won't go into the, the full story, but as a summary of back when I was in college, the Lord invited me into um, open air preaching on the campus. Okay. And so um, that's kind of a cool testimony how I got into that, but I'll save that for another time. Long story short, uh, after my college years and preaching on the campus, I went back years later to go visit and uh, the college, and I just thought, I'm going to go pray. And, you know, the day I went out to pray, there was a huge crowd gathered. In fact, there was another minister out there at the time that was really not presenting the gospel in a, in a good light. It was just, mm. uh, it was like condemning, bashing. It was oh, not man. fruitful at all. It was, yeah, no it was awful. It was in a wrong spirit. And so anyway, I'm out there and I'm walking by, I'm walking by this guy. And I had done this many times in college when a crowd had gathered, I'd gone out there and stood up and preached. And I thought to myself, I'm not doing that again. I'm, I'm more, I'm, I'm out of these days. I'm out of college. I'm out of school. So I, yeah. keep and I keep, I walk by and I'm like, I'm just going to keep praying out here. And the Holy spirit, like grabbed my shirt. It was like, <laughs> if you keep going and you don't go back there and give a testimony, you're in disobedience. I said, Oh man. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I go back there and I get into this circle and all these people, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm thankful for the guy in one sense. He drew a large crowd. You know, it's like his crazy shenanigans set the stage. It's like, you know, everybody was cap a captive audience because this guy was just, you know, crazy. <laughs> but now I took the stage, so to speak. I was like out in the center and I began to preach the, the reality of the hope of Jesus Christ. And this is a secular university where I was at. You know, this wasn't a, some school that was used to the Bible or anything like that. And as I'm preaching, I remember just sharing a number of things. And I decide after I got done, I'm like, well, I think my job's done. I'm going to leave. So I walk out of that circle to, to leave and to walk away. And I'm, I'm trying not to exaggerate what it was like, but it, it was almost from my perspective, it was almost as if in one voice, the whole crowd began to say, no, don't go. Come back. Tell us more. Tell wow. us more. And I mean, I, I was like stunned. I was stunned. I'm like, what's going on? I, <laughs> and instantly the Holy Spirit said, Andrew, whenever you speak an eternal word, it wakes up the eternity in every heart. Mm. And I knew in that moment, God's saying, don't worry about those in darkness. Don't worry about the amount, the amount of chaos, craziness, insanity that's in a generation or in a world or in a nation. He said, I have the key to every heart. I've put eternity in every single heart. And watch when eternity begins to come onto earth through an eternal word or an expression of my kingdom. When I begin to be manifested through my people, watch. Mm -hmm as the eternity in hearts and lives just starts to break out. People suddenly wake up out of their death grip, out of their sleepiness. It starts to lay hold of, of hearts and minds. And wow. these are the kinds of things I, I think we're going to start to see this stuff like 
like crazy. We're about to see some, uh, on multiple levels, we're going to see some massive encounters that awaken a sleeping generation. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Cause I, I see a lot of, um, you know, and I follow some conservative, uh, you know, people that have big platforms and they're maybe identify as Christian or whatever, but they're conservative and, and they have some good things to say, but I've noticed that a lot of it is like, I mean, fire with fire, you know, it's, it's operating in the same tactics of constant, uh, criticism of things that the left is doing or things that Satan is doing or, or whatever. Um, and, and God has really walked me through a process over the last couple of years of really shifting my focus away from that. Um, uh, in the way that I operate and how I look at things, um, and realizing there's just been, um, I just feel like it's time for the body of Christ to really mobilize, to really go and, and, and wherever you are to, to be, be that voice. Like you were talking about when you were like in that circle of people, um, and it might not, you know, some of you don't worry, God might not have you preaching in front of a bunch of people. Um, cause everyone's like, Oh no, please God, you know, you know me. Uh, so, um, but I just, what am I trying to say? How am I, I'm, I'm hearing something and it's hard to put it into words, but basically if I can summarize it, it's that I really believe that God is wanting us to, to sing a different tune to, to rather than constantly looking at what the world is doing and being like, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to break this down and we're going to, you know, criticize this. And, and we're going to, we're going to exchange blows with, you know, Twitter bots and whatever that, whatever it may be, um, and operating in a different spirit, um, Absolutely. you know, because I've seen a deterioration even within the conservative movement of people that were professing Christians that continue down that path of fighting fire with fire and are almost unrecognizable as Christians now, some of them, yeah. but still profess to be Christians. Um, right. So I don't know why I'm talking about that, but well, I just felt like, Jeff, you know. that's you, that's really right on, and and um, it's interesting in the scripture I shared earlier where Jesus turned around uh, to to look at the disciples, um, and they said, you know, he said, "What do you want?" They said, "Where do you live?" He says, "Come and see." Well, the Lord told me, um, until we see where He lives, we're not empowered to live as He lives, hmm. and so um, we have to start to recognize how does what realm does Jesus dwell in? What, how does he function? How does he think? How does he live? Until we start to see and recognize that, which we can see in the scriptures, you know, go read the Bible and see how should we respond when people curse? You know, the Bible says, bless, pray, you know, love your enemy, pray for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean you don't expose evil. It doesn't mean you don't stand up for truth and righteousness right. and justice. Right. But, you know, uh, Lou Engle often says, he goes, you know, many times, we become the monster if if we're not careful we we become the monster uh, uh according to the very beast we're trying to to tear down wow yeah and, and that's kind of i guess kind of what i was saying in, in some some measure too yeah that's really good yeah. yeah so we have to be you know this we can never get away from christ i mean G, i think sometimes it's we think in a moment oh this is how we should live and respond but Jesus, you know, he's the same yesterday, today, forever. 
And he has the same mandate on every one of those who claim to be in him. The scripture says, if any one of you claims to be in Christ, you must walk as he walked. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no separation. There's no difference. You can't apply um, your unrighteous anger to this situation and expect to see the righteousness of God. Just not going to happen. Yeah. Is there is there a place for anger? Absolutely. (laughs) No, I, I love I love the anger of God. Because when it comes to me, when it comes within me, it drives me to the place of intercession. It actually drives me to the place of faith. Hmm. Um, not to be angry at people, but to be angry at what the devil's doing. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it makes me pray even more for people. It makes me say, hey, this isn't right. And I know God's heart and I know his love for people. And so, yes, you, and I think that people too often, we slip into the flesh instead of keeping in step with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And and then we lose the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Then we just yeah we become just like the world, and it's dangerous. So yeah, amen to that. Yeah, and I, just going back to something you mentioned earlier, we were talking about apologetics versus signs and wonders, or you know, if if we can just separate them into that, I think people know what I'm referring to in those two camps. I'm I think. Uh, just to reiterate something that you said, you're like, you're not condemning uh, apologetics. I'm not either. I actually really like apologetics. And I think even looking at, um, you know, I was reading through Acts recently and realizing how much Paul would, he operated in signs and wonders, but he also did apologetics, especially when he's in synagogues, you know? Yep. Um, and, uh, but y- you can't look at them. And and again, this was a conversation Lauren and I were talking about of like, I think if I were to settle in one camp versus the other, I think it's really important to know how to defend our faith. Absolutely. Um, So that's one of the reasons why I love apologetics. Um, But, um, but if I was to have one over the other, I would honestly signs and wonders, man, like you can cut through so, so much, you know? And so that's, what's so exciting about this, this time that we're in now, I wouldn't even say we're entering into it. I mean, we're in it, you know? Yeah. Um, is, is, uh, that sign and signs and wonders thing. And, and, and just, it's nice also with like uh, signs and wonders. Cause you don't, you don't have, you don't have to have an answer. You know, somebody can ask a really hard question to go. That's a really good question. Hey, can I pray for you? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Whoa, you know, something happens, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, that, that's right on, man. We, I, I think we're in a time too, where we're being equipped. And, um, that that's my heart in these days is to equip people. You know, I'm not the greatest apologist, but I love, I love that. I, I love, I, we need to be able to have a defense for what we believe and yeah. hope that we have give an answer yeah. to everyone that asks the hope you have. And we need to have, uh, we need to be disciples, you know? Yeah. And, we, and so there is no, um, yeah, there's, there's no shame in, ha- in having intelligence and wisdom. In fact, we ought to more and more. Right. Uh, but I do think that God is saying, Hey, you want to, you want to see an awakening to a generation. Uh, it's going to require them encountering. Come on. And then, and then you got to instruct them in the truth, like get them, yeah. you know, an encounter is first base, right. You know, get, get uh-huh. them into the encounter where they're, they're beginning to play the game. They're yeah, beginning they start to asking eat. questions. They yeah. start, you know, um, and I always like, go back to like, when I, it's Peter and it's, oh, who is it? They're standing before that. I think it's the Sanhedrin in Acts. 
and they're talking about all this stuff. And these people are like, who are these people are uneducated, man. Like, how do they know right. this stuff? You know? Right. And that's all downloads, man. Like, so relieving ourselves of any stress of like, okay, I, I, I have to operate in signs and wonders, but I also have to be an apologist and I have to know, like, you have to go with the spirit, go where the spirit leads. And if he's highlighting you more, Hey, I want you to like Paul, how Paul was like, really felt a burden to go to the Jew, like go to the Jews when he's like, I always go to the synagogues. I always go to the synagogues and I always talk to the, the Jews there. Um, you know, and maybe, maybe some of you are called more to that versus just laying on hands. But I'm just like, I, I do really feel though, man, that there's a really, God's putting an emphasis on laying on of hands of praying for people. Um, and yes. that he's just so desperate. He, he just wants to encounter his, his people, you know? And Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I really, I really do feel like there's an emphasis on that though, right now of just that encounter with, there, um, with people. Well, and let me just tell you a quick uh, testimony from this past weekend up in uh, Wisconsin. When I was up there, um, I was, I was really stunned at the, I think we have a, um, maybe an assumption or maybe, maybe it's mine. I don't know. Uh, but I think it's probably more common than I realized, but we we think that, you know, people who are in the world or, or in the darkness really want to be there, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, And that might be the case for a few or for some, but I just have found like, I just think people don't realize that they, they have a buzz of religion. They have, they have like the buzz of religious, you know, words and, and they hear about Jesus, but unless you really encounter him and unless he is touch touches you, you don't quite know. And that's what I'm realizing is we had this outreach to a whole uh, city and a region up there this past weekend. And so many people came from around that area that had just heard about it. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, are they going to like it? And I was undone, to be honest, about how many people just by the touch of the Holy Spirit. I mean, these people like like they had never encountered something so incredible. And I'm people getting free, people getting healed. And, um, you know, and I remember one row I went down. I decided, OK, I got off the stage, done prophesying. Now I'm going to go down the row and just start looking for people. So I just went down the row and I remember it almost felt like the Holy Spirit was playing, you know, leapfrog or something like he just touched, boom, 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 uh-huh. down the row. And I went up to go lay hands on someone. And before I even got to him, they're just, they're bent over <laughs> weeping. Wow. And, and, and I'm getting words of knowledge for the person. And this person, I could tell they're getting delivered of massive trauma, massive wow. stuff they've gone through. And I'm like, this is incredible. And so it made me realize that um, people are actually longing to be touched. They long for it. Sometimes they don't know that they long for it, but but we have to start to give them the opportunity. We have to start to give them this touch. We're the hands, we're the feet, we're the body of Christ. So you're a hundred percent, man. Man, yeah. And I believe that it's that kind of atmosphere and environment where where the power of God shows up and people get healed. Mm. Um, you know, we had one guy, up there in Wisconsin, he's, um, somebody said, yeah, he's got metal. Well, I think he might've said it. He goes, yeah, I can't move my arms. I got metal in my, my joints and my elbows and my shoulders. And, 
Um, and so I go, well, let's just pray. You know, we laid hands on him and prayed and that was that. And the next day he comes back and he, and he's, you know, flopping his arms and he goes, he goes, I haven't been to the doctor yet, but I've got no pain. He goes, I've never been able to move my arms. He goes, I'm going to tell you the only way that this is even possible for me to do this is if the metal is completely gone. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now back to the show. So yeah. anyway, you know, it's things like that. I'm like, this, this is amazing. And I just think God is longing. I, I, again, I believe God is turning around to us and he's saying, come on, come on. I want to hear what you want. What do you want? I've done it all. I finished the work at the cross. I'm not hiding away. I, I'm not looking to, to run away from you. I'm looking for the hearts that are just, they're looking at me. They're following me. So absolutely, bro. We got to mm. be those that are willing to, to go after them, lay hands. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. So exciting, man. It's awesome. Yeah. It's just so exciting. And I'm, I, I'm so excited to see how, you know, what God is going to do, how he's going to use people this year as they step out, myself Amen. included, you know, right? absolutely. It's all hands on deck, you know? It is. Um, and so, uh, yeah, man. Well, I would love for you to pray for people. Um, yep. It's a really encouraging word, a really yep. exciting word. It does mean growing pains. It does mean... <laughs> you know, expanding the walls of the tent. It does mean all kinds of stepping out and, and doing things that make you feel a little, maybe a little exposed and uncomfortable, but Absolutely. God's with us every step of the way, you know? So. Well, yeah, I'll pray. Let me just encourage you with this last thought is something even recently happened, which I won't go into detail, but long story short, I was on a phone call with Lou Engel. Lou Engel shared an encounter he had and what he shared uh, with me suddenly became like this last puzzle piece. It was as if everything uh, that I had lived in the past seven years suddenly made sense. Wow. And I, I don't know how else to explain it. And it was just like, oh, even some of the difficulty, some of the like, I can't remember who said it, like David, when he'd recall the bitter days, it was like gall. It was gall to him. And it, and I think, yeah, some of those seasons of time, I was like, oh, that was gall. That was <laughs> so bitter, so awful. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I have this beautiful context now for why and for how the Lord weaved this beautiful storyline. And, and so anyway, I just like to say that is that I think. I think you can take great faith right now. God is putting some puzzle pieces together for you. Yeah. And in these, in this, uh, whatever you want to call it, in him fitting together these pieces, giving you these next steps, um, you're actually going to find great, great healing, great uh, joy, perspective. It's going to be incredible. So, wow. Yeah. Come on. Anyway. Well, let me pray for you guys. Father, I just thank you so much for everyone. I pray, Lord, send this to those that really need uh, to hear this, to hear your word, to hear and receive uh, your heart and your faith right now. And Lord, I just thank you, God, that you are bringing us uh, into the next step. That God, we've been one step away, and I just thank you, God, in this shifting time that we're 
we're taking the next ordained step of the Lord. And they, that may not be a physical transition, but I do believe with all my heart that, God, we are transitioning from one glory to the next. God, that we're moving from one faith to the next. We're moving from one strength to the next. And God, I just thank you that you are leading us and guiding us into all truth. And Lord, that you are the breaker. You are the breaker anointing, God. We just thank you. You're breaking through. You're making a way where there seems to be no way. We just thank you, God. You're bringing some things full circle. You're you're bringing uh, a turn around right now. Your face turning towards every person. And Lord, we just say that even over our lives, they're turning around into an alignment of great acceleration, purpose, destiny. We thank you, God, for the redemption of times. We thank you, God, for those, even those years that the locusts have devoured. We say those are being restored. Those are being redeemed. We thank you, God, even though we don't know how, even though we can't understand how to put it all together. We thank you, Lord, by your sovereign hand. I hear the Lord say this, by my sovereign hand, I'm coming to break the despair off of your heart because you have thought you had lost your way and your hope and your purpose. And God says, now watch as I'm leading you forth and showing you, I will be your covenant keeping God. And I thank you, Lord, for the blood of the lamb. I thank you, God, that we have been given a new covenant in the blood. We just praise you today for the promises, even the better promises, Lord. I thank you, God, they're continuing on. I thank you, Lord, that we have such a promise keeper, a yes and an amen in Jesus' name mm. to all of your promises. Yeah. And Lord, I pray today that that 15 years, I, I heard you tell me that in a dream, 15 years are being completely restored. There's something about the restoration of the, of the pain, the loss, and the time delay of the 15 years. And I thank you, God, that death is being swallowed up in victory this day. We say even where the enemy has sought to hold back, sought to change times and seasons, sought to delay, sought to shift the laws of God. We are saying today it's being swallowed up in victory in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, for America and the United States that there's coming a shift, a turn around. That God, your face is turning around and the nation shall turn around and there shall be a great uh, redemption of time and an acceleration into the day uh, of your power and purpose and destiny for america yes and the nations lord hallelujah mm. thank you jesus mm. thank you god hallelujah hallelujah oh lord and i pray god for elijah fire i pray god send them into the nations like never before lord i pray god today assign your winds to them let the winds of heaven carry them uh, into the earth. Let the voice of Elijah fire be sent for. Let the voice of the prophets be heard even to a new generation. God, I pray let, let Elijah fire be a vessel of a baptizer. Let it be a baptizer of fire and the, and Elijah anointing, Elijah mantle coming down upon the nations in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. God, yes. thank you. Father. We just pray uh, for even the breakthrough over algorithms. Lord, I just pray yeah. in Jesus' name, you would get this into the places and before the people it needs to be. And we pray nothing hindering, nothing hindering. In Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yeah, I'm hearing the, uh, the name Amy. And shut up, city B. Amy and and in your marriage and in the family and the turmoil. And God says that I'm I am in the turmoil I'm turning to mm. you right now. And God says, I will take the turmoil and and bring forth peace in return. Mm. And Lord, I thank you, God. There's coming healing uh to Amy's family yes. and to uh the husband and to the children. Hallelujah, Jesus. Just touch, touch, touch. Thank you, Father. And and where someone has been battling, um, even in their brain, even in their body, um, even in the trauma from uh, car accident, uh, car accidents, maybe there's several people, but I just see, God, your healing touch right now, spirit, soul, and body right now in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lord, bless, 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 bless everyone here. I pray even their dreams. I, you know, it's just interesting. I just was thinking of testimony this past uh, weekend. Um, we prayed for an outpouring of dreams upon the, the uh, city where we were ministering. And someone called in or gave a testimony to the pastor the next day and said, for 10 years, I've dreamt uh, supernatural, spiritual dreams, but never have I had a good one. They've always been demonic and with nightmares. And this woman said, for the first time in 10 years, I had a, a true God dream of goodness and of his encounter. And so I just believe that God is going to begin to replace Come the on. dreams right yeah. now of, of darkness with dreams of hope and dreams of life, and dreams of encounter. Lord, I pray that right now, God, would you begin by your hand and by the power of your spirit, begin to remove every web, every web of darkness, every web of witchcraft, every web of haunt, every web of taunt, every web of entanglement over minds and hearts. And I just decree over those watching and, and listening here, that your sleep shall be sweet, that your dreams shall be sweet, that your dreams will be formed and given by the, the heart of the Father in the, uh, in the power of the Spirit in Jesus. Mm. Holy. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, Jeff, I, um, it's interesting, bro, earlier, um, I was, even before I got on the call, I just asked the Lord and, um, I won't keep you much longer. I, I don't know what time you got to get. Oh, get no, we're good, man. I'm paid by the hour. So we're good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would get more minutes then. To give yeah, you wait, you're gonna, why not? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, earlier I did, I did feel like, um, I felt the Lord tell me to tell you that there were many desires and many dreams in your heart that were yet um, unfulfilled that God was still uh, overseeing and watching over and waiting. There were certain timings that I, I felt the Lord says that there were certain things that 
um, were put on pause. Certain things were um, even not um, allowed because um, things weren't the right time. And even some, even some of the right people weren't in alignment yet. And so um, I just feel like to, to encourage you, and I really feel like God's saying that you're also in a new step. And so yeah. even while you're here and, and all of that, that you're kind of in a shift as well. And that God is saying, um, what do you want? And and I'm hearing him say, there's, there's far more vision in you. Like you're an, I hear that the Lord says there is, uh, what discourages you, the, the way the enemy has been able to discourage you is when he's been able to, uh, limit your vision and kind of like put a ceiling, a cap on your vision. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like God's saying you are a true, uh, visionary and it's, and it's of and according to the call of God. And the Lord says that, uh, you're not to allow discouragement, um, to, uh, to rob your heart of life. God says, be strong, be courageous. And he says, even in this new time, let the tent pegs be stretched. Yeah. Allow me to, to breathe vision bigger. Allow me uh, to breathe even where the dis disappointment has come with unfulfilled vision. Um, and so I, I just feel that, Lord, I pray that for Jeff, that vision um, would be breathed afresh. And, you know, you have a, that's what I'm hearing, bro. You have a far reach. There's going to be far reaches you take, you have in the days and the seasons ahead. And you're going to have a great impact. Um, and, and the Lord says, you're going to have a vision for nations, hmm. plural. There's going to be a reach for, for nations. And there is something far stretching, far reaching um, with what he's going to put in your heart. And, uh, God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Wow. And I just hear the Lord say, well done. Well done. Hmm. Well done. Keep going. Well done. Lord, I pray against all discouragement, yes, anything in his heart where the enemies just wanted to put a cap, put a ceiling on his ability to, to see or to have hope or to have vision. Just break through right now, God. Wow. Thank you for it, Jesus. Wow. Hallelujah. Mm. and and you are um also jeff i'm just hearing this like you are a uh hmm. i feel like god says you're an authority in the realm of vision hmm. you carry authority and so he's he's showing me you actually bring people under a canopy of of vision and so when people are with you or they're uh receiving from you or even just in alignment with you, they they start to accelerate and capture vision so much more easy. And you, your vision, the visionary grace on your life is going to be not just for ministry, not just for this. It's going to be far beyond. I see vision for business, vision. It's all kingdom, but it's vision for all sorts of interesting things. And people are going to find like this anointing, this ability to step into this vision that they didn't know they could even step into just by virtue of the authority you carry to activate it. And wow. so, um, and that's partly why there's been a great war over your vision. That's yeah. partly why there's been a, a tremendous effort to discourage at times. So be encouraged, bro. I, oh, I hope dude, that does. Um, I, I mean, confirmation after confirmation, man. 
Oh, I received that. Amen. Amen. Wow. Yes, Lord. Wow. Hmm. <sighs> Praise the Lord. Whew. Man, well, I'm glad we got that recorded because I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. That's <laughs> man, Amen. come on. My wife and I just have a huge, 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 huge dude passion for creatives, for mm. people believing in uh like that was one of the things, even even when I worked at Trader Joe's and I was surrounded by uh, they're pretty uh iron fisted when it comes to sharing the gospel and all that stuff. Um yeah. unless it unless it applies to something that's not Christian <laughs> or non-right-leaning politics, you can talk about all you want. But um, so it's a total double double standard, but um uh is identifying people's strengths and really speaking into that. And one of the last things I did, it was like right after I had left, I started working here and there was someone who uh, I got a word of knowledge that they were, they were, they wanted to be a teacher and I just spoke it to them and I, I they left shortly after. And I, but it was like something I kept reminding her about, um, you know? And so uh, and another guy was a, I, had a huge heart for food and, and he had such a gift for food and just breathing that. And you would get, I would see people as I would talk to them, they'd get this distant look in their eyes and all of a sudden they would see something besides, you know, Trader Joe's, you know, and I have nothing against Trader Joe's. Okay. Like yeah. I, some of my dear friends work there and it's honest work and they actually pay really well for those who don't yeah. know. Um, so, uh, but, um, you know, I just feel like there's been too, a lot of that within the body of Christ of settling for less or, you know, um, and, and, and maybe they were in a season where God had their hand to the proverbial plow, you know, yeah. and it was like, that was the thing that was, uh, you know, the tent making like Paul did, you know, um, uh, in a season of his life. But I really believe, especially within creatives that God is, is calling them to the front calling them to the fore you know yeah. and um and that the belief in their creative ability and what god instilled in them and obviously honoring him and recognizing that he is the source of that creativity um is important but really so that's a big heart for lauren and myself is just instilling vision into people for yeah. what he has them to do and and, and it obviously means that god has uh you know we've we've been challenged in those ways we both lorna and myself have been really challenged but really felt like as we are entering into 2023 that that was something that was really on god's heart for ourselves but also for the body of christ is that really really uh pursuing creativity and and honestly instilling vision in others so i mean you're right on the right on the money dude Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, um, not to belabor it, but I just think that uh, I think that God is showing me. I mean, I think he's showing many people, but like the realm of creativity is going to be like one of the like major weapons of warfare uh, of the church in, in the days ahead. It's going to yeah. be like a weapon in the hands of God. And um you know, I even, I even, you know, sometimes you just look at the landscape, like what's going on in the world right now. Well, 
we've got this what chat gpt we've got all these ai type of uh technologies that are starting to emerge what, whatever good bad or ugly i don't know but i just feel like god's saying hey um as creative and as you know technologically advanced as some of this is there's nothing greater um there's there's nothing that can rival the creativity of the of the creator god and That's so right. i really believe you're right on bro like people need that they need they need activation but they also need permission and i just feel like some people just don't know they have permission to be creators yeah. and like with god co-laborers and and so Amen to that, bro. And I really am encouraged that you are doing that. Yeah. I see I see a lot of reach coming. Wow. So be encouraged. Amen, dude. I see that. Man. Yeah, Amen. bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Come um, on. All right, well, okay. So Andrew, how can people follow you? Give them the details, bro. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, right now you can uh, follow me. Uh, I have a free Facebook group called Vanquish Prophetic Warriors. And so you can join there. Uh, we post and stuff. I, I keep, you know, I post prophetic words or dreams or different mm -hmm. things in there, um, as well as I have a website called vanquishpw.com. And so uh, that's that's about it for now. Um, that's where I'd say to, to jump in and follow us right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, links yes. are in the description, everybody, you can click, you don't even have to type it in. We make it easy for you guys. So if you open the description, you'll see him right there. Follow Andrew. Boom. Vanquish prophetic yeah. warriors, all that good stuff. Dude, Amen. thank you so much. I'm a, I mean, you're such a blessing, bro. Like such oh, a blessing. You, yeah. Thank so, you. Man. Always hey, by the way, I don't mean to uh, interrupt. I, I just was hearing, um, I was hearing a book. Um, I don't know who this applies to. I'm just going to throw it out there. I just heard the Lord said that there's someone that's um, working on like a devotional book uh, that um, I felt like the Lord says that um, it's so needed. People are going to be so blessed by this devotional component of, of what it is. And, and I saw the Lord put in this um devotional it, it's also a journal and so i saw it's like this um journal devotional and i don't, I don't know it just came to me suddenly so i think i think someone in your audience is probably working mm -hmm. on this and i saw that it incorporated dreams so i want to wow. encourage you god's saying th this is going to be an interesting dynamic of a devotional there's going to be a uh, a devotional element with it of scripture but then a dream uh component to it and a journaling component and so um i don't know that's what i'm getting right now i just feel like the lord's saying green light on this thing keep going keep doing it it's needed and it's going to bring uh, great value so bless you in that in jesus Amen. name yeah that's great well andrew dude thank you so much man yep and we'll do it Absolutely. again for sure for sure guaranteed come on all right yeah. i love it yeah thank so you yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, everybody. That's our show. Uh, have a blessed Tuesday. Join us tomorrow. We've got a final installment of Ivana Tia's Understanding Healing series. So it's part four, four, and it's actually going to be, it's going to be dynamite, you guys. Like, I haven't seen the notes yet, but apparently they're girthy. So we're going to be going, we're going to be, we're going to be going hard and I'm really excited. So 
That's part four, four. That's going to be at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, Illumination says it's deep, y'all. So join us uh, tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Also, there's a donation link at the end. Elijah Fire or ElijahFire.com slash donate. That's how you can get in. Anytime you donate, we take a portion of that and we funnel it into the well efforts, a new fresh water well every three days because of your guys' efforts and your investment in this ministry and Elijah Stream. So God bless you guys. And we will see you tomorrow. The very explosive finale of Understanding Healing featuring Ivana Atia. See you guys then. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Thank you.